Hey friends, before we get started, just wanted to remind you of two things. Number one, we have a Q&A episode coming up, so make sure that you are in our Facebook group to ask your personal questions that you want me to answer on the podcast. Our Facebook is Rooted Creative Community on Facebook, and if you need the link, it's also in the description of this episode, so make sure you're in the group. And then secondly, make sure that you are also on our email list for some big announcements that are coming very soon. It's going to be game-changing for Rooted, and I am so excited to offer it to all of you. So make sure you're on the email list. Don't miss those updates. And also just to get like free education in your inbox. It's fantastic. But without further ado, as we come off this busy season, let's talk about five ways to alleviate anxiety and feeling overwhelmed this season, because I'm pretty sure we're all kind of feeling it right now. So let's talk about it. Without further ado, let's get this episode rolling. Hey, I'm Danny Purrington, and you're listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm an elopement photographer who loves anything grilled cheese and traveling to weird and wild places around the globe. After being an entrepreneur for four years and building a six-figure business that I love running, I'm here to teach you everything from actionable tips on running a successful and thriving business to what's on my heart and how we can continuously seek to glorify Jesus even in our businesses. So here we go. Are you ready? Good afternoon. Yeah, it's 2.30 Pacific as I'm recording this right now. So it is not morning anymore, but good afternoon and happy Wednesday. I am having a week. I will tell you, it is it has been a week. And that's why we are talking this episode about anxiety, feeling overwhelmed, and how we can practically alleviate some of that just with things that I've found work for me and things that I think practically make sense um, that I know work and whether or not I actually apply them in my own life is a different story. However, I want to share them with you today because it's the end of busy season. We're entering the holidays and this is the time when we're feeling it. We are feeling the weight of the world. And whether you're coming off busy season with a long list of editing to do or you're just kind of feeling the weight of it all on your shoulders and that's adding to your anxiety, uncertainty, and even like planning for next year, like I'm with you. Anxiety is no stinking joke. And sometimes we kind of let it rule our businesses. Have you ever felt like you had so much to do, but didn't even know where to start or like where to even dive in? Or maybe you felt like your business was a mess, unorganized and feeling so overwhelmed that you just kind of give up and then procrastinate in the meantime. Think about it like this. I don't know if you've experienced this or if you feel this way, but when my house is messy, things thrown all around and not put together, I feel anxious. I feel stressed. I feel unorganized and uneasy. Well, I mean, the same can be said about our businesses. When we don't have organization, structures in place, or even help in places to assist during busy season, it's easier to feel more stressed, which then feeds into our anxiety and keeps us up at night and keeps us unable to rest. So my question for you is, if you're feeling these things, what have you been turning to to cope? Maybe right now you're, one, working long hours, longer hours than you should be, and you're sacrificing time with your family and friends. Or two, 
You feel like you're scrambling to get galleries out to your clients on time and in turn feeling like their client experience is suffering, which just adds to your anxiety as a business owner. Or three, you're stress marketing or desperate marketing to try and book what you need for 2023 because you're scared. So you're offering discounts, lowering your rates, and more because you feel anxious about your bookings. That's the power of anxiety. Sometimes it affects our business where we actually like not cut corners, but we we devalue ourselves. So let me level with you here and tell you that I'm with you because there have been moments as I look at my 2023 year where I'm definitely stressed thinking about how I'm going to run a business with two kids under two. Like if anyone has advice, please come talk to me because I have no idea. Or feeling like my mind is in a jumble when it comes to projects I'm working on in my business or feeling like I'm just making, like just making the deadlines to deliver galleries. It stinks. It's not a fun headspace to be in. And it's one that's not sustainable to sit in either. So how do we change it? Well, we're going to go through five practical tips today to get you out of your anxious funk and start getting you back on track with your business and your workflow. Because guys, it matters, especially as we're coming off busy season and we're feeling all the feelings like anxiety and stress and all of that good stuff. Okay. So the first tip that I'm going to give you, if you can plan your week ahead, do that. Planning your week in advance will save you so much stress because you'll be organized and being organized is a big part of eliminating that stress and uncertainty. So one thing I tend to do every Monday morning is sit down and plan out the tasks that I need to get done for that week. I have a master to-do list of all the projects and tasks that need to get done for these projects um, during the quarter. So that's the three-month period of the quarter. And then I pick and choose which days during that specific week that I'm going to focus on what. This has been such an easy method to keep my not only to not to keep me not only on task, but feeling like I've accomplished what I needed to that day once everything on my to do list is done. And keep in mind, only plan tasks that you think you can get done within normal hours that you want to work each day. So for example, if you only want to be working four hours a day, which is like my current schedule because of nap time, then schedule tasks that you know you can get done within that four-hour period. If it's going to go longer than four hours, then move some of those tasks to another day. And then side note, when you're creating your master to-do list, um, which is for the quarter, these should be projects that you're working on for that entirety of the quarter. Like it's going to take a quarter to be done with it. That includes like blog posts, um, other marketing strategies, passive income strategies, like creating a guide or presets or something like that. And then also scattering in galleries that you want edited and delivered in that specific week as well. So you have your overall master like edit queue and then your master to-do list. Pick and choose what you're going to work on each of those days. And then you have your week planned out for you. And it's just so much easier to see what you need to get done that day. And you feel a lot more organized. This has been the easiest method for me as far as eliminating stress and feeling like I'm not just running around with my head cut off and no place to go, right? Or no, the saying is running around with a chicken with his head cut off because they're crazy. Right. And their bodies like keep. Okay. No, we're not going to go there. Okay. So number one, plan your week ahead. <laughs> number two, brain dump. Yeah. If you can't sleep at night, 
put it all down on a post-it note before you go to sleep, keep it on your nightstand. No, I'm serious. Like as a woman, I feel like the time where I'm trying to go to sleep, I never can because my mind is literally running like a thousand miles per hour on what I need to get done. And I mean, maybe this is just like the woman in me, but I feel like this is like every business owner always. And so I just keep like a post-it note by my bed, or you can even use your phone, but I know most people try not to be on their phones at night. So keep a post-it note by your nightstand with a pen and write down what you need to get done. So one of the best things that's helped me improve my sleep is actually writing down all the things that I need to remember, quote unquote, to do the next day. So this is called brain dumping. And um, honestly, it's the only thing that gets me to sleep peacefully at night. (laughs) So no more waking up the next morning feeling extra stressed trying to figure out what you need to get done because you have no idea and you forgot what you remembered last night, if that makes sense. I guess like when I'm trying to go to sleep, I'm thinking about, oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to email that person. Oh, I need to, you know, follow up with that guide or whatever. Whatever it is, put it down on a post-it note so that you can address it tomorrow and just focus on sleeping because sleep is also very important (laughs) in what we do and it eliminates stress. It eliminates anxiety and it eliminates a lot of things. So sleep is really important, getting between six to eight hours. And if you can't do that because your brain is going a thousand miles per hour, One of the best ways to help with that is to brain dump and then also looking into melatonin um, supplements, but I'm not going to tell you what to do with your medicine. Okay. (laughs) Number three, take a day off, dude. Like take a day off. Seriously. Unplug. I know this is preached a lot and that's because it works. Um, Taking a day, if you're feeling like overly exhausted and stressed, listen to your body. That's the best advice I can give you, especially as a pregnant woman. Like if my body just does not want to work that day, I need to take a break and I I will not work that day. Unplug and rest for the day, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's like coffee with friends, going to the park with your family, or simply just binging Netflix's love is blind on the couch. Take a day to reset because that's what rest does for us. It resets and rejuvenates us so that we are ready in our best mental headspace to go back to work when it's time. If you're sick, maybe you came down with a cold, like take a day. Um, and, but even if you're not sick, like if you're just wake, if you wake up and you are just so exhausted and going to work makes you want to cry and you just feel like you can't, you're overwhelmed and you're just not in the right headspace, take a day off, go rest, reset, rejuvenate. So that when you do go back to work the next day, you're feeling excited to go to work. You're not dreading it and you're not feeling like overwhelmed, right? This is These are just ways to kind of eliminate some more stress that we might be feeling right now. Number four, set deadlines. Procrastination adds to anxiety, friends. And I know I'm one to talk. Like I definitely struggle with this one. I'm the biggest procrastinator in the world, but it's true. When you set deadlines in your business, you have an end date. You're organized, ready to get the job done on time when it needs to be done, and you can sleep easy knowing that you did what you were supposed to do on time. This, paired with planning your weeks, will keep you accountable and on task with what needs to get done, even during busy season. An example of this um, is, let's see. Okay, so an example of this is to set gallery deadlines, right? So Let's say like you promise a two-month delivery time. Well, you want to plan for maybe like a one-month actual delivery because you tell the client two months, but you want to over-deliver and wow your clients with one-month delivery. So 
No more scrambling last minute and actually delivering within a two month delivery time. If you're working on releasing, or I'm sorry. So yeah, if you're, if you're working to release that gallery, then schedule that deadline for the one month, make that the deadline. Like you cannot go past that one month deadline. If you do, then you're late. You consider it late. Right. And you know, here's the thing. We don't have a boss telling us what to do. We don't have anyone that's actually setting these deadlines for us. So when we set our own deadlines, it creates accountability and um, it keeps us really honestly like on task and doing it. And, you know, you should, I, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but if you don't hit that deadline, there should be some consequence for that. So whether or not that means like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm like I said, I'm not going to tell you what the consequence looks like, but set something up so that if you don't hit that deadline, it's worth it. You know, or, I mean, it's not worth it. Like you're going to lose something in return. Um, one thing I do is if like I miss a deadline, then like I have to get it done the next day and everything else has to be held off. Um, I'm pretty strict with my deadlines. And actually like ever since I started setting deadlines, my procrastination has pretty much disappeared. So um, staying strict with that as a boundary in your business um, by setting those deadlines will help keep you on track and ultimately eliminate some stress. Another way that you could set deadlines is like, let's say you're working on releasing like a guide for passive income. Well, set deadlines on when those specific things need to get done. So like when does the copy need to be done? Set a deadline for that. When does the actual design of the guide need to be done? When does the guide itself need to be done? I like setting multiple deadlines through each step because you can't just set one deadline where it's like the guide needs to be done on this date because then you're going to procrastinate even more and try and get it all done within like two days, right? And that's just like not the idea here. We really want to be on task so setting multiple deadlines, like, okay, copy for this guide needs to be done this day. And then the design needs to be done, needs to be done two weeks later. And then the guide itself will release um, on this date specifically, right? And so then you can plan your launch around that too. This is what I do with every workshop, with every course that I set for you guys. Like I have a whole launch checklist of things that need to go out. Like when the emails need to go out, deadlines, when the graphics need to be done, when the announcement day actually is, when tickets launch, you know, I have, I have a launch checklist and those setting those dates for the announcement date, the launch date helps me stay on track and keeps me accountable to doing those things. Right. And tell someone else about it. Share it on Instagram, like big announcement coming this day. And so then you're even held more accountable because everyone's expecting it. And so it literally has to be done that day, right? So setting deadlines keeps you on task and on time and holds you accountable. Number five, have an automatic reply on your emails. So in busy season, emails can feel like an extra overwhelming task to get to. Like I get it. If there's one thing in my business that I hate more than anything, it's having a full inbox of emails to go through. So instead of keeping your clients in the dark and waiting, if you can't get to back to them in a day, have an automatic reply go out saying that, you know, you've received their message and we'll get back to them within one to three business days. What this does is it relieves the pressure to respond on weekends when most of us are shooting or taking a day off and also doesn't leave your clients hanging blindly, um, which is the last thing that we want to do. So also consider providing quick resources for them as well. Um, to check out, you know, like whether it's a blog post or an FAQ page for them to go to. This 
is one of the best ways that we can like be in communication with our clients without having to respond right away. This goes without saying, but also if you're going to put like, I'm going to respond between one to three business days, do be sure to respond within that time range. Like don't let your inbox get too full. Um, to give you an example, like I usually answer my emails every two days and I set that on my task list for like every Wednesday. Um, I just can't answer emails on Monday. I'll look over emails on Monday and see if there are any urgent ones that absolutely need to be responded to. But when I actually go through my inbox, it's on like Wednesdays and Fridays. So just a little tip there for you to kind of alleviate some email stress. Um, the automatic reply thing has been the coolest. Okay. Now, when it comes to planning for next year, I want to talk about this for a quick moment. I was reminded of something recently that gave me encouragement. In fact, it actually came from my mom and like, bless her soul. She is the biggest gem of my life. She has been helping me with Liam the past two weeks because I can't pick him up right now with my pregnancy. She's been literally living at my house, but I was talking to her and I was explaining to her my concerns with next year and taking on elopements with two infants at home. I was afraid, you know, I might not get what I need to as far as work because, you know, I have two kids and like marketing is going to be hard and, and all that stuff. And I, I guess I always feel like this at this time of year looking ahead because it's always the time. It's like the lull period where like bookings are low, inquiries are low because everyone's doing the holidays. Well, she reminded me of this. She was like, do you not trust that the Lord will take care of you? Has he ever not taken care of you? And I paused and I was like, well, he could have done it quicker instead of stressing me out with worry in the meantime. And she was like, yes, but did he provide for you this year when you, when you, even when you doubted that he would? And I said, yeah. And she was like, okay, well, how many weddings did you need this year? And I said, I needed 15. She's like, well, how many did you book this year? And I said, 15. <laughs> and I don't know why it hadn't really like struck me right there, but she was right. Like the Lord does always provide despite our anxieties and worries. And even though sometimes it might not be what we had imagined or planned, it does always work out somehow. So why bother worrying over some things that we just really can't control? It seems exhausting to do. And listen, I'm speaking from a place of like, I need to hear this too, but it does honestly seem exhausting to worry when like we really don't need to worry that much if we know that it's going to work out. So my final advice as we, you know, kind of close out this episode is to just like leave it and lift it up to God. He's got you and obviously he knows what's going on. And I guess we just need to trust that he will always provide like he always has for us. That paired with the five things that we just talked about, planning your week ahead. Don't be afraid to brain dump when you're trying to go to sleep, taking a day off, setting deadlines and having automatic replies. And I should just go as far as saying like automations in place um, to help with the stress level so you can eliminate some stress, anxiety, and just workload overall off of your plate. Um, and just being organized in the meantime will kind of help. That's like the biggest thing I think we all need right now is just like help with managing our emotions <laughs> as always. <laughs> I don't know why. We're just emotional beings and that's okay. It's okay. You know, we're never not going to be all okay. Like there's always going to be something going on and that's okay too. It's good to acknowledge it and it's good to work through it in a healthy way. So I hope that this was helpful for you today. 
I hope that, you know, this gives you encouragement and any tips that you need to get through this season that you're in of busyness and, you know, coming off of a crazy wedding season. And if you have any questions, you can always reach me. Um, You can email me or you can get in the Facebook group. Our email is rootedwrkshp at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is the Rooted Creative Community on Facebook. You can also find the link in the description of this episode. And yeah, we're having conversations there a lot. I also ask a lot of Q&A questions. So if you have a personal question for me, make sure that you respond to that because that's where I'm pulling your questions from. So um, get in the Facebook group, ask your questions, and that episode will be airing shortly. And I can't wait to see what all of you have to say. But thanks for listening, everybody. I hope that this was helpful. Leave a review, get in the Facebook group, all the things. And oh, be sure to get on our email list. Yes, exciting things coming next year. That's all I have for you today. And until next time, I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and leave a review to help get the word out about our podcast. Resources and notes about what we talked about today are also available at www.rootedwrkshp.com slash show notes, all for free. I'm so excited you tuned in today and I can't wait to share more with you soon. Until next time and God bless.